This is Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Call now with your question, 224-585-WSFI. That's 224-585-9734. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. I'm Bill Snyder, your moderator for this program, and joining me today on the air from Moody's, Connecticut, is Father Bill McCarthy. He is at my father's house. Father McCarthy, welcome to the program, and thank you for joining us. God bless you. Today I want to talk about evangelization. Wonderful. Evangelization is the essential and total ministry of the Christian. In other words, if we ask anybody who's a Christian, why are you here? I'm here to bring the gospel of Jesus to bear on my life, the life of my family, the life of my parents, the life of my friends, the life of my relatives, the life of the world. That I just to advance, I can bring the good news to Jesus. And what's the good news? That God has sent His Son, Jesus, to live in our hearts in the form of mystical body of the Church, to indwell our spirits. And once we've been baptized because we surrendered our life to Jesus, we have a new reality, the very life of God Himself. In other words, when a Christian is advanced life by baptism, they receive the very life of God. We call that life Trinitarian Presence. We call it grace. We call it the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. We call it Jesus in our heart. But when we look at a Christian, we're looking at somebody who has two natures, a human nature and a participation in God's nature by adoption. Because of that, they can have a new mind. They can believe the gospel. They can believe that Jesus saves them, that Jesus loves them that Jesus gives the ability to think like him. Loving thoughts, kind thoughts, peaceful thoughts, pure thoughts. But he also gives them a new heart. They can love like him with his agape love. They can even love their enemies. They can love those who hurt them. They can love and try to understand and think well of everyone, even their enemy. They have a new power, they have power to heal, power to bring into the life the gospel of Jesus. So the answer they to the process of bringing the gospel, the good news, every strata of society to bring it into the legal atmosphere. They were a nation under God. We're not a democracy. We're a republic under God. That our founding fathers were all Christian. The first 107 colleges were all Christian. That's why we did so well, because we lived by the gospel. We lived this new life, this life of the gospel. This life of thinking and loving and acting like Jesus. That Christianity is the religion of America. I found it probably said that. George Washington said the Christian religion in the Bible are the foundation of our republic. John Quincy Adams asked the president, why is it that next to Fourth of July, the Christmas is the greatest American holiday? He answered that president because in America, the principles of Christianity and right government are one and the same. The Supreme Court said in 1892, quote, the laws and institutes of this nation must necessarily be based upon in the body the life and teaching of the Redeemer of mankind. So when the political system is is re- renovated by the gospel, it's a wonderful political system. When it's not, it becomes very self-serving and very evil. When the legal system is based upon the gospel, it becomes very good. But if they throw it out, they're going to legalize all kinds of things that are not of God. Abortion, sodomy, um, birth control, pornography. That 
the educational system is one when it teaches students to think of and act like Jesus. Otherwise, it's going to make them look pagan. It's so that they can separate God from their lives. They can believe in pro-choice and, and gay rights. So we need Jesus to bring his light into a dark and broken world. So the greatest evangelization is definitely performed by Jesus. And Jesus tells us that he comes to evangelize. He says in Luke 4, The Spirit of the Lord rests upon me, for this has he anointed me to bring the good news, the gospel, to all men, to heal the brokenhearted, to be prisoners set free, that the blind may have sight, to announce the year of grace from all men. So Jesus is the good news. Jesus is the kingdom of God. Jesus himself is the first greatest evangelizer. And as evangelizer, he proclaimed the kingdom of God, not the kingdom of man, but the kingdom where he was in control as Savior and Lord. There's, this is so important by comparison. Everything else in his preaching becomes the rest. Because it is given, once he put Jesus first, everything else is the rest. So Jesus is the evangelizer. And he brings us into that. He says, all power in heaven upon earth has been given to me. I therefore say to each and every one of you listening, to all of my children, you too go and bring the disciples and make disciples of all nations. Baptize in them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teach them to serve all that I commanded you and know that I am with you always. You see the fall nation. All nation, all power, always in all things. So Christ teaches that we have to bring God into everything. But what God? The God revealed to us by Jesus is that Allah knows. Allah is not God. Allah says if your son is stealing, you cut his hands off. If your daughter is promiscuous, you honor kill you, split her throat. If your neighbor is a Christian and you can't convert him, you cut his head off. That's not God. So we want the true God, the God of baptism. The God who says he believes and he baptized shall be saved. Baptized into what? Into his church. The one true holy Catholic church. That's the God. The God who teaches that the Eucharist is important. The God who says, with all the earnestness I possess, I say to you, unless you feed on the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have my life within you. That the Eucharist is the food for the supernatural person. That gives us the ability to think and love and act like Jesus. Every time we receive the Eucharist, we become what we have received. Bone of his bone, flesh of his flesh, humility of his humility. We become other Jesuses. We become a person who could say, this is my life for you. This is my blood for you. Not what's in it for me, what can you do for me, but what can I do for you? And I bring the light to others. I become a light for you. And the God who says, with all the earnestness I possess to say to you that you can be forgiven. You can have your sin forgiven. And on Easter Sunday evening, I come into the world and into the closed room and say to my apostle, Receive the Holy Spirit who sends yourself to give the forgiven. So the church has this wonderful sacrament of reconciliation. During this year of mercy, we have to evangelize and tell everybody you don't have to live with sin and guilt. You can get a cleanse. You go to confession. We experience three miracles. First of all, that every bit of sin and guilt in your soul is cleansed if you truly repent by the saving blood of Jesus. But that's good news. Secondly, that you can forgive everyone. You don't have to walk around with bitterness. And yet we realize that 95% of all Americans are walking around right now with guilt and unforgiveness. There's at least someone person that they won't forgive. 
And that puts him in a bad place for the God, because God says in the Our Father, where we beg him, Lord, would you forgive me only so far as I could forgive my neighbor? And Jesus said, if you cannot forgive a neighbor, then your Heavenly Father cannot forgive you, because you can't serve two gods, the God of unforgiveness, who is Satan, and the God of mercy, who is Jesus. And so this this God is proclaimed by all of you, the God who loves and tries to understand. So Jesus, by his words, by his deeds, by his life, advanced life. And he had the power to watch his followers. He said, evangelization is a complex process. It, it, first of all, it talks about witnessing to, to the gospel, but also there are other ways. A mother teaching her children to pray, she's evangelizing. A person reaches out to someone who's hurting, is evangelizing. So there's four essential things to witness. And witnessing is number one. People are more convinced by deeds and by words. Proclaim the gospel by your faith, by you loving God and your neighbor. Your habits in Christ will attract attention and draw others to him. Secondly, proclamation of the word. Winners of life alone is not enough. We have to tell them the goodness of Jesus, that Jesus loves them, that he's with them, that he'll give us new life, that faith in him really will heal worry and fear in their vision, that trusting and hoping him will really heal their addiction, that loving him will really heal them of loneliness and, and poor self-image, that his forgiveness will really heal them of bitterness and hatred. And third, we have to accept Christ. I'm going to say a very simple prayer. Anyone listening can say it with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I need you. I cannot live the Christian life by myself. When I try to do that, I struggle into failure and defeat. I need you to take over my life and live your life through me. I deeply and heartily sorry for all my sin in thought, word, action, or mission. I receive your forgiveness through your shed blood. And I really forgive all who have hurt me. So through meditation and prayer, enlighten my mind with wisdom. I want to think as you think. Loving thought, kind thought, peaceful thought, true thought. Inflame my heart with love. I want to love and try to understand and think well about it. I want to go and tell everyone that I meet that Jesus loves them and that I love them as well. I want to be an evangelist and find a discipleship. The person who had been converted to God will disciple you see, there are three things that everybody does all day long. They worship something or someone. That the worst sinner, the greatest saint does that. It may be drugs, it may be alcohol, maybe pornography, maybe sports, or maybe Jesus. That everybody has a God. We are by nature worshippers. And the God we worship with the God we spend our time and talent on. That everybody does that. The fellow who's into sports will do that. The fellow who's into the drugs will do that. The person who's into Christ will do that. We spend most of our time and talent and treasure with our God. And the God we worship and the God we spend our time with will be the God we tell others about. The God we evangelize. And if Jesus is our God, we're going to tell other people about him, about his great love for us. That how we, if we give our life to him, he'll transform us. He'll give us the big three. Real peace is home, real love for our neighbor, and real joy. Jesus said, the joy that I have, I want you to have. That if you give me your life, he said, you'll fill, be filled with the fruits of my spirit, which are real love, true joy, real peace, patience, gentleness, kindness, and self-control. So who is, what is evangelization? Once again, it's everything. Whenever we bring the light of Christ, whether that's smiling at someone or reaching out and holding their hand or 
telling about Jesus or handing him a pamphlet or uh, saying, God loves you. Whatever we do to bring the light to others in loneliness, whenever we say, put it in the hands of God, or just whenever we say the Our Father in public, whenever we say the people that Mary is our mother, that the Father is our Lord and Savior and merciful Redeemer, whenever we do that, we are evangelizing. So evangelization means bringing the good news into all strata of humanity, into the political system, into the educational system, into the medical system. You see, the saddest part is that most doctors, both first are not into healing. They're into medicine, they're into psychology, but to realize that faith heals worry and fear, that hope heals loneliness and rejection, that it's forgiveness and guilt. They're not into that. They're not into the power of... In fact, I've written a whole book on Catholic healing and with inner healing, and that's so important for everybody to realize that healing belongs to everyone, that every one of us is called to be a healer. To say that Jesus heals, to say that Jesus saves, to say that Jesus evangelizes, we're all saying the same thing. So the church, that is you and I strive to evangelize, whenever we seek to convert, solely through the divine power of the message we proclaim, or by our witness, or by the acts we do, we're evangelizing. So the church seeks to upset mankind's criteria of judgment. In other words, we teach people that you live for others. That love means, what can I do for you? What can I do for my brother? What can I do for my sister? What can I do for another? And the church insists to his dance line. So above all, the gospel must be proclaimed by the witness of a Christian life. Francis said, you know, show them how you live, and that will preach them. For Witnesses with a thousand words. And such a witness is a silent proclamation of good news. When Sister Bernadette and I found in my father's house, God said to us very clearly, Go tell every single person that you meet that I love them. With my whole heart, my whole soul, my whole strength, I love them. Regardless of their faults, their failures, their sins, their imperfections, I love them. I want to be Lord of their lives. And if they surrender their poor, battered heart to me, I promise, whatever they have to father in my name, I will give to them. And the miracles I've done before, I should do again in their own life. And that has helped so many people. And people surrender their life to Jesus, the good news who was Christ himself comes into them. And he transforms them. He gives them a new way of thinking, like him. A new way of loving, like him. A new way of acting, like him. He gives them a new life. So the first they advance life go on to advance lives others. Here lies the test of the truth. That the more we are advanced life, the more we we advance life. The advance is therefore a complex process made of the very element. The renewal of, of humanity, personal wisdom, explicit proclamation, the inner adherence of us through Jesus, an entry into community of love and acceptance, feeding the hungry, giving drink to the thirsty, that all this is evangelization. But we have to prepare. First of all, we prepare by prayer meditation. Make sure we know the good news. And study, we have to read the good news. To be ignorant of Scripture, to be ignorant of Jesus. Then we have to be humble. We have to recognize that we have to be called. So Jesus said, you two go. Those words are addressed to all of us. You two go. Every one of you listen to my verse. You are called by Jesus to go into the world to bring the good news. That you are the light of the world. The world is fading into darkness. We see it everywhere around us. 
You see the amount of abortion and pornography and sodomy and uh, young kids who are lost in the way, young kids on drugs, that God is sending you and I into the world to bring them into healing, to bring them into hope, to bring them close to Jesus. So whenever we show them Jesus, wherever we are Jesus to them, we are evangelizing. So we're going to take a break right now and watch you listen to Bill Steiner. Thank you so much for Father. Uh, thank you so much, Father McCarthy, for sharing with us the new evangelization. Uh, we're going to take a short break right now. Healing the whole person will be back right after these important messages. So stay tuned here on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Right back after this. Listen at 7 o'clock p.m. every Tuesday to WSFI Spotlight, a half-hour conversation with outstanding Catholics from our community and around the world. WSFI Spotlight re-airs on Saturday at 3.30 p.m. or listen on demand anytime by subscribing to our podcast. Visit WSFIRadio.org for more information. It's WSFI Spotlight, a conversation with Catholics living in the light. Only on WSFI Catholic Radio, Tuesdays at 7 o'clock p.m. Are you retired or near retirement? Do you want to keep a larger amount of your assets in a safe place with guaranteed interest rates to protect yourself from a huge market swing? Are you amazed at how low the interest rates are at your bank? If you said yes to any or all of those questions, you may want to call me, Matt Tomlinson, at Catholic Financial Life to discuss our guaranteed fixed rate annuities. Call 847-548-MATT. 847-548-6288. Products not available in all states. This is Ann Meyer, past president of the National Family Partnership. I am speaking today for WSFI. It's a wonderful station, and you can catch prayers and talks and information anytime. It's wonderful to hop in the car and be able to turn on that radio and get good Catholic information. So if any of you enjoy and appreciate this, please send your donation And don't forget to pray for them. We need prayers for the success of this station because we know how important it is. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Hello everyone and welcome back to Healing the Whole Person here live on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio and joining me today on WSFI's Healing the Whole Person is Father Bill McCarthy and he is from My Father's House in Moody's, Connecticut. Thank you so much Father for being with us on the program and uh, we have some time to take prayer requests father so thank you again so much for being with us wonderful uh so i have and what uh, are we praying for bill well we've got a lot of people who need prayer as usual um 
we have um, first for Maggie's father. Um, her dad had to go to the ER and was extremely dehydrated. Um, his creatine level was severely high, which can cause kidney, wow. fail- kidney failure. Um, he's uh, probably going to uh, get admitted, and she's very worried. So if we could play, pray for Maggie's father, that would be wonderful. Do you have a name, Bill? Uh, no, no. Oh, Joseph. Okay, Joseph. Okay. Joseph. Dear Lord Jesus, all of us listening, and Bill, and all of us are at WESSI. We lift up Joseph in a very special way. We know that you love him. We know that sickness can be healed. From the inside out, spiritually, emotionally, and physically, we ask that he once again give his life to you so that he knows that you're with him in his sickness, that you're there to console him, to give him back his joy, his peace, and heal him. Lord, please heal him of any sickness that he has. Heal him spiritually, most importantly, then physically and emotionally. Humbly we ask this in union with Mary, our mother, and all the saints and angels, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Uh, Father, we also have Deborah, who is uh, suffering, or actually she's recovering from a breast cancer operation on July 5th, which was, what, two days ago. So can we pray for her recovery from breast cancer operation for Deborah? Lord, we lifted Deborah in a very special way. Lord, it's a very radical surgery. And Lord, we have to heal it. Heal all the effects of that. If there's any uh, cancer because that any residue heal that Lord whether that takes nutrition or change of lifestyle but especially that faith in you heals all things please heal every effort of her body heal her spiritually emotionally and physically we ask you this through Christ our Lord and may never give God all the honor all the glory and all the praise today and forever Amen Amen and we also have Greg who is uh, suffering from bipolar dis- depression and causing family problems. Can we pray he for had depression? Yeah, uh, bipolar depression. Yeah, bipolar. Dear Jesus, we're all bipolar. We all have the tendency to do it our way and tendency to do it your way. But we dedicate Greg completely to you. Help him to totally surrender to you so that you be the Lord of everything that you have a joy, a peace, a love that no man, no thing can give to him. So heal him of depression. You said, do not worry, Greg, for I'm with you. So let Greg put all his worries and fears and doubts in God's hand and truly let go of them and allow the Lord to work in him and through him with God's wisdom, God's love, and God's power. Lord, restore the joy and peace of soul to Greg, your beloved son. I don't know how much you love him, how special he is that he is a unique and comparable miracle and masterpiece of nature and grace. Give him back his joy of knowing that. We ask this in your precious name, Jesus, our Lord. Amen. 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 We have Jean who has anxiety. Father, can we pray for Jean who also has anxiety? Lord, we lift up Jean, and once again you said, do not worry, do not be afraid. Lord, those are commands. You say it over again. Do not worry, Jean. Do not worry, do not worry. And yet we realize that psychologically there's no way we can do that. It's only by faith that we will not worry. That faith heals worry and fear. You said do not worry, put your faith in the Father, put your faith also in me. The Lord, she puts all her worries, all her anxieties in your hand. 
joy, give her back her joy of knowing that you're with her and that you will take care of all these worries, all these anxieties. We ask this in your precious name, Jesus, Lord and Savior, union with Mary, our mother, Jesus, who loved her, Mary, who loved you, and all of her friends and relatives who love her. Give her back her peace. Give her back her joy. Give her back love. Amen. Amen. Father, and um, one more request, prayer request, is for Richard's back. Uh, he's been having uh, back trouble. So if we could uh, please pray for Richard's back. Dear Jesus, we look to Richard. Lord, you are the Lord of all, that you can heal any back problem, any problem in joints. But we ask you to heal his back, whether you take that medically through a chiropractic doctor or through faith alone. Lord, you show him how he is to proceed to getting that healed. Lord, lead him to those who will work with him, whether that's a chiropractic doctor or that someone that gives him a special grace or someone who will bring him to you to heal that back. We ask this in your special name. Amen. Amen. And Lord, continue to be good news. Yes, yes. We're spreading the good news today. But Paul VI also said, the genius of our apostolate consists in the simplicity of knowing how to love. We must love our Catholic brothers and sisters, to be sure. We must love our Protestant brothers and sisters, our Muslim brothers and sisters, the poor, the outcast. We must love and try to understand and think all of others. We love those that we deem worthy of our love and always faulty who we deem unworthy. This love is the fullness and greatness of God, our Heavenly Father, who so loved this world of ours, that he sent us on Jesus' attention just to teach us how to love. This love is the simplicity of Jesus himself, who said, My children, love one another as I have loved you. Lord, we ask that we have that special love for everyone that's not going too far to love the whole world, that that allows it to open our hearts to everyone, and realize that love covers a multitude of sin. And love is what that which makes the world go wrong. That God is love, and God puts that love into our heart. That the greatest of all the commands is love. That love comprises faith and hope and kindness and sensitivity and caring and zeal and humility and warmth and affection. But each one of us be a person who truly loves God and truly loves their neighbor. That's the one who is outcast. That's the one who is hurting. That's the one who loves to hurt to hurt us. Lord, help us to realize that those people hurt us are really not hurting us. We're working out of past wounds that, that, that deeply scarred them. Let our love cover a multitude of wounds. Lord, we ask you to love everyone, especially the person right now we find it hard to love. And ask all of our listeners right now to think of somebody you're struggling to love. And ask God's love for that person. It's a special love. It's called agape love. God loves every single person, even that person that you are struggling to love. And that's the way that God loves you. One of the questions I ask everybody, can a good person go to heaven? It's a, it's a strange question because there's a strange answer. The answer is, the only way you and I are going to go to heaven is through the death and resurrection of Jesus, by sharing his death to selfishness and his new life in Christ. It's only by the death and resurrection by the past of mystery that every time you go to confession, ask forgiveness, you, you share his death, and every time you see the Eucharist, you share his new life. The Lord, help us to reach out to everyone, especially the person that we are finding hardest to love, whether that be a spouse, a child, a neighbor. Let us love and try to understand every single person. 
Lord, you alone can teach us how to love because you are the great lover. You're the one saying, my children, love one another, not only as you love yourself, but as rather as I have loved you. Let that love be merciful. Let it be complete. Let it be outgoing. Love everyone. For we are called to take the light of his love out to, into a dark and broken world. We ask the Lord to help us to really love and try to understand every single person. We are called to take that light into a dark world, a world that does not know love and no selfishness and greed and lust. Help us to replace that lust with purity, that greed with simplicity of mind, that hatred with love, that injury with pardon. Lord, make us channels of your peace. For the sacred let us so love, for his injury pardon, for doubt faith, for sadness joy. Master, grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be loved as to love. It was in that we receive and it died for ourselves that we were born again to eternal life. Lord, I ask you to bless all these people and fill them with love and joy and peace. In your precious name, I pray. Amen. Father McCarthy, thank you so much for spending time with us here on Healing the Whole Person, live on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. An- listen to Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. For more information about this program or to purchase additional CD copies, please call us at 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Or visit us online at wsfiradio.org. I am Kathleen Piper of Piper Web Design and a Christian of St. Raphael. And this is listener-supported WSFI Antioch, Illinois, 88.5 FM, Catholic Radio.